Hey everybody, welcome to A Lot of Things, where I talk to people about things they're creating and creations they're into. I'm here today with Obana Alechi. How you doing, man? Very good, very good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for talking with me. And it's so funny how we met each other through a graphic novel, basically like a zine. Right, right. Uh, the zine was, or whatever you want to call it. I call it a graphic novel, really, but a graphic series. Exactly. Both both work. Like I think of it as like, I call it a comic book, um, even though it's not structured quite like a comic book, but but I think anything works, a storybook. Yeah, it's a comic storybook thing, yeah. and I found it, I don't even know where I found it originally. Uh, it's called Space Cadets. Uh, for the video listeners, I just showed it to the camera. I'll show it later as we talk about it. And I randomly found it probably at some sort of zine fest. That's probably why I lumped it together in my mind with zines. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was like, we gotta, we need to talk. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, very, very cool. Yeah, I, I think I I was at a a, a zine fest in uh, in Seattle a couple of years ago. Um, uh, short run. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Short run uh, fest. And uh, yeah, lots of lots of people, and and I was I was honored when they said, yeah, sure, come on by. So that that might have been where you saw that. It probably was. Yeah, I mean, it's just instantly a really interesting book. We'll get into it in a little bit. Mm. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about you, though. Um, but yeah, the book is really interesting, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this person gotcha. who made this. Uh, and then you had like a postcard I got like at that short run. Right. And it's on my fridge. Like it's just like continuously been on my fridge. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Very cool. Probably since then. So. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Thank you. So you are, um, I just read up a little bit on you. You're from originally from Nigeria. You grew up in Holland. Very uh, random. Yeah. <laughs> it is very random. And also I have questions about Holland. Right. And then you came to the U.S. And yeah. you are um, mainly an architect. Is that right? Correct. Correct. So, that's, so this is just kind of for like for fun, basically. You do the comics and stuff. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think I've been the the comic book stuff that that's actually been with me longer than architecture. So since I was a kid, I've been doing this basically. <laughs> like in in Nigeria, like I I remember growing up on Thundercats and oh, um, yeah. Voltron and and stuff like that. Uh, so this this has been with me for for longer than even architecture or design. Um, so yeah, got it. Yeah, I do. We could talk about Voltron for a bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't, I was don't get into Voltron. <laughs> well, this is a podcast. That's the whole thing to get started. Uh, yeah, no, Voltron was huge for me too, and I, that's kind of where I learned a lot about early anime and stuff. Just right. seeing, you know, Japanese animation that was totally different from Saturday morning cartoons that, exactly. I was, that we were watching. Yeah, right. And so you were drawing from an early age, and like you said, it's kind of been with you. I don't think it ever leaves. Right. Um, and then at some point, when did you transition into architecture then? So actually, it when I was, uh, so my family moved to to Holland when I was like maybe nine and a half, ten. And my dad was an engineer and it was basically for his job. It took us out there. And I was, I think I want to say 13 in, in uh, like middle school, high school. And an art teacher, uh, basically, he had one of the, his art courses was called 3D Studies. And this was the first introduction into architecture. And mm. um, he basically had us making, like, models of houses and stuff like that. And 
that was the first time I even knew there was a profession that people design and make buildings and stuff like that. So I was like, this kind of fuses everything I like in a way. Draw, get to solve puzzles, basically. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it, it basically was like a fusion of all the different types of arts that I was into. So ever since I was 13, basically, I've been, been <laughs> I've wanted to be an architect. Um, wow. So it's both then. It's basically like drawing and architecture is ex- like exactly for the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you're doing both right now. Right. So yeah, it's like, is that your full-time job? Yeah, that is, that is, that is my full-time job. And I, I happen to be at a place some, sometimes it's weird. Architects can be assholes for no reason, <laughs> for no reason. Um, and it's like, you're an architect. You're not like a, a neuroscientist, like doing brain uh cancer research or anything like that like what we do is is cool but at the same time it's like it's not that crazy but yeah no need to be an asshole so the place i'm at right now it's it's really chill people are great and and we do really really fun work as well so it's it everything sort of works out between that and and the drawing stuff and comic stuff that i've been doing um it it keeps me balanced I know I'm 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 selfishly wanting another uh, in, in, uh, iteration of the Space Cadets, but uh, uh. maybe by the end of this podcast I'll convince you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I did look up on it when it comes to the architecture and the stuff you're doing kind of full time. I saw you were doing uh, some sustainable buildings, which seems yeah. really cool. Yeah. So uh, one of the this was this was a, a number of years back, actually, maybe in grad school. Um, there was a, a house where a bunch of us uh, designed and built um, uh, a house for the Solar Decathlon, which is um, a competition basically that where where a team will design and build a house that is supposed to be high performance, energy efficient. Um, and it, the, the year that we did it, uh, Part of it was part of the challenge was also to have it be something that people can actually afford to buy because a lot of the the houses that come out of that solar decathlon competition are like a million dollars for a one bedroom house. So they're prototypes basically, Um, like almost like it's almost like Formula One cars that they're designing at at that level. (laughs) But that year, the the challenge was really can you make this thing accessible to more people. and also be high performance at the same time. So we, I think we did a pretty, pretty good job. We came in like 11th, but we, we won the, uh, the affordability contest for that, for that company. Nice. So, yeah. 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 That's a big thing. Like you said, that's a good analogy like the idea of a, a fancy new future car Yeah. that comes out like at CES, there's one that changes colors and stuff. And exactly. Cool. Exactly. But it's like, you know, unaffordable and, right. you know, might not even make it to market. But exactly. sustainability is obviously like super important um, right. always. But in general, right now, people are like finally listening and saying, right. we got to work on that. Right. So, yeah, to have it more for more people is is really important. No. Um, I think when we were growing up, I don't know if we're the same age or not, but like that whole conversation wasn't even being had at all. No. It was like just put more lead in the in the walls. Yeah, put more lead in the lead paint on the walls. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and just go go lick the walls. Sometimes you know it might. Uh... Yeah, yeah. D- don't lick the walls. That's right. funny. That should be the name of the podcast. Don't lick the walls. Yeah. 
Well, that's really cool. Um, so let's just jump back to Space Cadets because that's how we, how we started. Yeah. Um, the one I have right now is, is volume one, end of days. By the way, I had the other two volumes in my shopping cart. I need to buy them. Ah, ah, so huh. I'm going to go do that today. Um, there's only three volumes. Mm. And the story, I'll let you obviously tell it. But in my opinion, uh, it's really interesting for me because I also grew up um, with, you know, Christianity and religion and uh, revelation and a lot of stuff about the end of the world. Right. And this story is about two astronauts who basically through some sort of, you know, mess up, get to like the end of the world, see God and the devil. Mm. And they're like, we're not supposed to be here. And I love how the God and the devil are like mad at them almost. Right. They're like, get out of here. What are you right. doing here? Right. Uh, and that's kind of how it starts. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about it. So I, th I think, you know, so to, to what you're saying about uh, growing up in a Christian household, you know, I think Nigerian culture as well, you typically either grow up a Christian or Muslim. It's pretty much split 50-50 um, mm -hmm. down the line. So, you know, for, for better or worse, I think uh, church and religion is kind of therapy for a lot of Nigerians, <laughs> you know, who are going through a lot at home. Who don't have therapy. Therapy is not therapy is not a thing really at home. It's it's only now being talked about. Um, mm. But I think religion kind of comes in to to help with that. So to to sort of backtrack a little bit, I think the dogma of religion, you know, I felt like at least in like the the mid mid late eighties early nineties, you know, that you grow up with. <laughs> where it's still like fire and brimstone type discussions. Mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff, you know, I, I grew up with and, and at the same time, I, I questioned it, obviously. And this, this sort of thing has always been in the back of my head and trying to figure out a way to, to talk about it. So it, it at some point in, in 20, between like 2012 and 2013 sort of came out in the form of this book. And led me to essentially ask the 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 main question was <laughs> what if god and the devil were in on it on the same like from 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 the get-go right 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 and that's that's sort of what spawned spawned the whole thing and you know this idea of god and the and the devil being outside of space and time and they could both they, they could see everything they see everything that you know in theory that has happened is happening and will happen. And that idea actually came from uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five. Right, uh, right. I read that in the the trial from the Dorians who can see everything. That that blew my mind. I was like, okay, I th this gets at the same like, question I'm I'm asking. Um, yeah, that same concept, by the way, I was very familiar with when it comes to religion. I feel like that's mm -hmm. where I form formulated that opinion about like. A, a god being outside of time and space right. because essentially if god can know everything right which is the first thing that they say in the book in the bible you know it's like exactly. knows everything so then you know and i and i'm a quantum physics guy so like i love studying quantum physics right and what what that just means is yeah like the entity of god would be outside of time and space mm. which means he it he right. whatever right. could see the whole entirety of it but not really have to affect it yeah because it's just, you know, he's outside of it. Right. So the the book sort of started with with this idea of um, 
one question what if god and the devil were in on it from 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 the outset and this question of you know a, a punitive god who you know basically says if you do this or if you do that you either go to heaven or hell and if if this god already knows the outcome then isn't it kind of a cruel joke from from the beginning so this this question about god being separate god and the devil being separate from space and time as we experience it right um, and seeing everything as sort of like static sculpture basically <laughs> yeah 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 already have already has happened right but right. also not has happened so right. Right. choice and free will are still able to ex- coexist right for for us like uh free will we think we have free will but for someone over there that can see time there is no free will it's yeah. it just is what it is and if that's the case, then why why is why do we have to behave or not behave and get punished for one one sort of behavior or another? Right. If it's already decided. Well, I actually have a, a, a secondary tangent on mm-hmm. that because I study quantum physics. I love the the study of understanding these little you know the particles that are small that make everything up. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't work the same way as macroscopic world works. Gotcha. And it, objects in that space go forwards and backwards in time it just doesn't make any sense it's like the twilight zone um and in that world there's duality so duality means in this sense um like particles can basically be waves or particles at Mm -hmm. the same time you know they could be any any situation it needs to be a wave it will be if it needs to be a particle it will be Mm. and so that duality exists uh and they are it's basically at some points in time or the way you're looking at an object or molecule, particle, it will basically be both things. Right. So that's kind of like choice and free will can also be both things. Right. Right. And and that's it's it's funny there I, I forget the name of the book. My uh my best friend um sent me this little book by Martin Luther King. Um and one of the quotes I remember from there that really stuck with me was um we are both we are both free and destined, mm. which was interesting. I think I think I think he was at one point basically making a case that, um, which was interesting from Martin Luther King to be talking about science like that. Like he yeah. he was essentially saying, someone who's a complete atheist is on one end of the spectrum. How can you know what is beyond what you know? Right. You know, and someone who is on the other end, um, who says God has determined it, you you're just not trying, basically. <laughs> so yeah. I, I thought that that quote, "We are both free and destined." That that sort of that that was around the question um, that that sort of helped me start the the idea for for the comic book. Um, yeah, it's yeah. so fun because you know a lot of these things that you were talking about, people are thinking about. Mm. They they don't know how to process them. They kind of like go their whole lives with just right. having this abstract thought about it. Right. And to see it down on paper, I guess, is why I was so taken with this you know concept, gotcha, um, and gotcha. why I want more volumes of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I really do like the idea. These astronauts show up. Uh, they see God and the devil. They're there, mm. obviously outside of space and time, looking at the whole thing. Right. And it's also comical because the astronauts are not supposed to be there. Right. Uh, right. Which is really fun. So yeah, I just uh, I'm a big fan of it. Um, mm. I tell people to go check it out. People, you still have some copies left, right? Of all of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, on on my website, um, I have a I have a link um, to to the store where where people can can go check it out. Okay, um, I will leave that in the show notes after the awesome. show. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think in general though, like it's a longer, it's like an additional podcast. <laughs> Right. to like break down what that really means. But yeah. it is yeah. interesting to kind of just jump back for a second on the Christianity part. Like I also grew up with Revelation and, and that really does speak to that idea of, hey, all these things are already going to happen. Right. And then as a youth, you're like, wait, but I got my yeah. life out of me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or don't I, you know, right. so right. <laughs> like, should I should I be uh if 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 I want this ice cream or or watch this R rated movie, like, am I gonna go to hell? <laughs> type type of thing. Like, nah. Ice cream, no hell. R rated movie, <laughs> dumb maybe. feds. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Um, so speaking of creations and things we create, um, I you know love creating as well and uh, create things pretty much every day. Nice. Uh, big fan of TikTok right now. I'm just nuts with like creating yeah, sketches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some are okay. Some are you know. It's just like a stand-up or something. You know, you go up and you put a skit up and you go, oh, no one cares. Cool. Right. <laughs> uh, or this one has like 100,000 views. Oh, wow. Okay, I guess you like that one. God, the algorithm um, is, is weird. The algorithm is weird. I guess we'll talk about it for half a second. Yeah. I, I am frustrated by it. Yeah, as yeah. As you probably know. <laughs> right. Uh, because, yeah, it's like it's a place for discoverability for, you know, creators. But then it's you have to be beholden to time periods like when you post, what your exactly. hashtags you use, yeah, and that seems broken to me. Right, right. It it's it it feels like, and I think um, I listened to one of one of the 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 podcasts that you did. I think with the other the other Carlos and um, oh yes, I think yes. you guys talked about um, how think things are changing basically. Like what's popular is going to change, and what you should post when that that might change in a year from now depending on what's happening in the world or on the internet um mm -hmm. what trends are, are 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 happening at that time so it's i almost feel like at a certain point you kind of just have to put your stuff out regardless yep. and just keep keep going <laughs> yeah um, otherwise you'll you'll drive yourself nuts to, to a certain degree yeah it's good advice thanks for reminding me that's no, like no, exactly no, no. No, it's what I try to tell myself every day, and then right. I get frustrated and I go back to in the circle. But right, right, yeah, right. you're right. I mean, because yeah, you just have to make stuff, and yeah. um, and if it makes you happy, then that's awesome. But right, right. And I still do that. I'm not like, um, oh my goodness, I need to make something. But mm -hmm. um, and also, yeah, the the cadence that they want on TikTok is ridiculous. Like, I'm not doing their their little bullshit thing, which is like three videos a day. Like, yeah. If I was doing something else, maybe, but. Right, right. That's I. I'm I'm yet to actually. My cousin, she's on she's on TikTok and she she loves it. She knows she, it's it's like addictive and and all of that. I'm yet to sign up, but I I'm, I am very curious now to like get on and and like see what that world is about. But well, I'll yeah. tell you one thing. Just like any other platform, it's basically YouTube at this point. So. <laughs> Mm. there's anything you want is on there. It, 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 it did start originally more like a vine and like there was like three or four different genres of stuff, lip syncing, yeah. dancing, etc. But it's not that, I mean, like obviously my stuff's on there, which is like a comedy sketch I do in green screen that takes me hours to make. 
Right. There's like, you know, documentary type stuff. There's uh, people talking about the news. It's pretty much anything. So, yeah, I think it's ubiquitous at this point. But their algorithm sucks. <laughs> and I'm going to say one more thing before we leave this topic. I, uh, I worked on a video upload website like a YouTube long time ago. And this idea, I still want to exist. I don't know why it doesn't. But what I would like to see and what I tried to do back then, like 2005, or that's before YouTube, 2008 or nine probably, um, mm. is just make a homepage that has everything new. Mm. So then everybody gets to see everything. Like there's no reason. Like if there's too much shit, then it just keeps going by, right? And that's fine. Right. Right. Or like you go like maybe for the for the first hour, it's the first 100 or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know how you do, how you show it, if yeah. it's too much content, you know? Right. Um, but I think that that's like a total democratic way. It'll be like, hey, did you do something new today? Well, it's on a homepage at some point. Like you're talking about like a like a, a, a website basically where it 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 amalgamates everything. And you just, yep. I like that idea. It simplifies everything. <laughs> it does. And I used to, for YouTube, and believe it or not, there's still not one for YouTube because they used to have really good browse and um mm browse categories and stuff and now it's just all top level stuff like the rich getting richer like a million views gets a million and two views you know like but um they used to do that in youtube and then they got rid of it and then there was a website i found and i think it's still out there that literally just like scrapes the new content coming in on youtube and it does what i'm saying it like just puts it out and then just hit refresh and it puts it out um and YouTube, again, is a bad example. TikTok might be a bad example because of how much content is being uploaded every second. Yeah, but yeah. I, I still think there's something there. Like maybe do a snapshot, right? right? Do a snapshot right. and be like, okay, here's 50 of the last ones in the last one minute. But exactly. at least everybody gets a shot at it, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Anyways, it's, rant it's, over. It's a weird, weird world. Weird world right It now. is a weird world. Speaking of weird worlds, uh, what what cr- uh, content are you into right now? What kind of creations are you enjoying? Um, I'm recently, I mean, I almost feel like I have creative ADD sometimes. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm into a lot of di- different things. So recently, I've been looking a lot of at a lot of paintings. Um, uh, just following different artists which which is weird like almost in the traditional sense of painters um Mm. then also you know trying to to understand why i'm i'm in my late 30s and i still enjoy anime as much as i do which is not a bad thing fine no it's not a bad thing and i'm i'm trying to like basically understand because i i know it comes from childhood and all the you know the 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 anime I watched as a kid, so I'm trying to be conscious about what it is I like about about the anime that that I'm into and and things like that. Um, Do you know uh, you know One Punch Man? Recently. Sorry. Oh, Castlevania. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped over you. Castlevania. That's pretty dark. Yeah, very dark. Very dark. Yeah, more than I was expecting. I was like, oh, this is a little depressing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and and then I was mentioning One Punch Man. Of course, you watched oh, that, that one as well. Yeah. So that right. uh, what's his name? Uh, the director, the main guy, uh, that created uh, or the creator of that. I I forget his name right now. Uh, I'll look it up. But um, he worked on another series, which I'm mm-hmm. going to forget right now. Oh my goodness! Now I'll look it up. 
mm. in real time. Uh, One Punch Man was Yusuke Murata. Uh, uh, Yusuke right. Murata. Um, I think he did. It's a Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you need to watch Mob Psycho. I, it's, I have not watched I, that. Oh, it's so good. And there's only two seasons, I think. It's a different artist, but huh. it's the same like creator. And so it's the same kind of mindset. And it's just amazing. So Nice. Nice. I love yeah. anime. But, but back to your point of like why you're watching. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I, 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 I have this this sense that like all of us when when we're all kids, basically, and this is kind of cliche, but I think it's true. When we're all kids and and young, um, we are at our most creative because we have no we we have no like preconceived ideas about anything. So we ask goofy questions <laughs> when we're kids that lead to interesting answers, um, which I think is, it's really good in the design process, actually, that that sort of weird question asking. Um, mm -hmm. I think if more architects could tap into that and ask odd questions, they would, the, the, the odd questions and the good questions are better than the answers. Um, and I think for me, creatively, like the type of anime I'm watching and the things I'm interested in from an entertainment standpoint, I want to understand what it is I like about those things, which is why I'm trying to go back to like what I liked in my childhood. Um, Interesting. To, to, to try and tap more into that. Um, just because I, I think I think it's less restricted and um, when 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 you think more like more like a kid, basically. Um, yeah. And. We need that more, especially right now in this country. Oh my goodness! Oof, oof. People, which again is a whole other podcast. We won't get into it today. I feel <laughs> you're going to be out back on this podcast talking to me, yeah. um, but but no, that whole kind of like creative ideas and just it's just this uh, willingness to go there. You know, in yeah. comedy, it's it's yes and right, right. It's and that is definitely like I haven't left like lost that at all, mm. almost to a fault because right. I feel like. You know, when you're youthful, it's great. Uh, I'm much older than I look, is what people say. Uh, and uh, and but it's that energy that just literally never went went away. Like right. it always stayed right here, and it said like, "Well, let's try something new." Yeah, exactly. And I, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'll keep doing that." Like, right. Yeah. Right. Um, by the way, Transor Z. Do you remember that? I never watched that one. Okay, that never one. Was in my mind. I was thinking about old stuff. Voltron, Transor Z. Um, I watched The Giver. Which one? The Giver. Oh yes, yeah. That was like a, a mech kind of person. Yeah, like a mech, like bio suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other one that I was really into, and so I, I had like you, the high school or like you know growing up phase, mm. uh, you know early early days, and then high school, and then I had the college days, and in college I watched Bubblegum Crisis. No. Oh my God. You're giving Bubblegum me so crash. Huh? It, it was okay. this whole like series. And of course, Akira. Uh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I mean, cause that art animation, just the way it was like almost nightmarish was just yeah. so mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost. Have you... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, have you seen Paprika? No. On my list. It's, it's the closest to Akira when it comes to like the really twisted stuff. Mm, yeah. Mm. What were you going to say? Um, Ghost in the Shell, actually, like, the same art class that uh, my art teacher, the, the same one that introduced us to our class of architecture, he also made us watch uh, Ghost in the Shell in one okay. of our classes. 
which shout out to him for 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 showing us that. Still one of the most beautiful animes I've seen, and all that stuff was hand drawn. Then, yeah, and yeah. a lot of stuff now, in my opinion, doesn't come close to to how good that 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 movie looks. Yeah, yeah. speaking of the, like the hand drawn stuff, Nosaka and the Valley of the Wind. Huh. Um, all that guy is the guy who did uh, Princess Mononoke. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and um, a bunch of, I mean, tons of of, of movies. Gotcha. That style, that was one of the first ones I saw. And here's a funny story. Um, one of the first times, probably besides Voltron, that I saw anime in a movie format. We, mm. uh, I'm from the East Coast, and so we uh, had a store, grocery store called Wegmans. Oh, okay. And in in Weg, you know of Wegmans? It's it's that's that's in. I want to say, is that in Pennsylvania? I've heard of it, but you know, it's East Coast, yeah. So it's probably in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, I have heard of it. I've, I don't know. Okay. One, yeah. I was like, no one's ever heard of Wegmans. <laughs> um, anyway, so we went to Wegmans just to get stuff, you know, whatever. And I'd be visiting my dad, and me and my brother visited him. And they had a little rental store inside the Wegmans. Yeah. You know, the che- cheesy little VHS thing. Mm. And I saw this, and it's a, if you look it up, our listeners can look it up. It's a terrible Americanized version of a cover of an anime with like not even the same artwork. You know how they do that with like games and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like look up Warriors of the Wind right now on Google and it looks like the worst Americanized art ever. And then they flip it over and I was like, oh, it's anime. And so I got it even though it was called Warriors of the Wind, which is not the name of it. It was Uh Nasaka and the Valley of the Wind. I see. And it's actually a beautiful... Yeah, and they fight monsters in it, like uh, these huge bugs and stuff. It's really cool, but the oh, cover right. is terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I got that at Rental and a Wegmans, and I was like, I love Fantastic. anime. <laughs> oh, I see the Warriors of the Wind version. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. That is that is pretty wild. It's not even this. It's like a right. It's like Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, like, yeah. It it almost looks like He Man. Yeah, it looks like it, maybe they're trying to like, oh, we can, we'll sell this to the, the Americans. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it looks better the other way, like the original. Yeah. No, for sure. For um, sure. By the way, I was going to mention this on the show just for you and for our listeners, but I really am excited about um, The House. It just dropped on Netflix. I've been watching the trailer for it for a while. Um, yeah, so it's all like, you know, Fantastic Mr. Fox, like stop oh. motion. Let me just look it up again because so I can figure out if I know the director. Um, but it's a bunch. I think it's an anthology. It's like a bunch of little stories about this house and all these like little creatures that are in it. Mm. Um, yeah, stop action animated film that's billed as a dark comedy, Amazing. and it's three stories uh, in a creepy house. That's that. I love I love random like ideas like that. <laughs> I know. That's why I said. I told you, my brain's never stopping to look for those. Yeah, that's. I I love that. I love that. That is. Um, they. Um, I think they. It reminds me of. Um, oh, what's the one with the dogs? Oh, it's gonna bother me. I think it's called Isle of Dogs. Right. And that was. Right. Yeah, that was also stop animation. Also, uh, was that was also Wes Anderson? It was Wes Anderson, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who makes just beautiful pieces beautiful of art? Beautiful movies, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he was maybe an architect in his former life. Just everything is so perfect. That's so right. Beautiful. It is very architectural. Yeah, <laughs> literally. You know, I watch. I'm sure you have too, but you watch like little documentaries on him, and yeah. he just makes like mini film sets for each shot. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's 
yeah, it's we we watched a lot of his stuff um, in in college and like the early aughts, um, and it, we were just obviously loved looking at his stuff because w- what we were studying <laughs> looked like what he was he was shooting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, we're just about out of time. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to have you back on because we have more to talk about. Oh, it's just, for sure, for sure. I think if, if you'll if you'll have me. No, um, same here. If you'll if you'll have me back on, thank you. Thank you. Okay, and then also, where can people reach you on Instagram? Because uh, I forgot your Instagram handle. It's just Black Robot. Instagram is at Black Robot, and that's B L A K Robot, one word at Black Robot. I love that name too, by the way. <laughs> uh, Everything. Especially because the misspelling and stuff, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't the other the full the actual spelling wasn't available, so I just went with. It. <laughs> That's cool though. It makes it cooler. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks again for being here, and I'm so excited to uh, get the second two volumes of Space Cadets in the mail. I'm going to order them right now after this podcast. Awesome. Thank um, you. Very and much. then hopefully I'll just keep bugging you for another volume someday. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for being here. And see you later. I don't have an ending to this podcast.